0: So the big question is this, how can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag RunPainFreePodcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Legio gives you the answers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Run Pain-Free Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Marie-Rose Leggio, and this podcast is brought to you by the 2020 Run Pain-Free Marathon Training Summit, the virtual conference for runners and marathoners all around the world. And this summit will take place from August 25th through August 27th. Get your ticket at marathontrainingsummit.com. Make sure you get your all-access pass, because you want to have the advanced sessions, which are gonna give you tips of the experts that talking to everybody on this entire summit. So this is the prelude to the interview presentation with Dr. Scott Murr. Dr. Scott Murr is one of the founders of FIRST, F-I-R-S-T, the Furman Institute of Running and Scientific Training. And those of you who know me know I just love science. So this was a very, very fun interview, and we spoke to this guy, the founder, Dr. Scott Murr, and he talks about people continuing to, again, run throughout life and what to expect from that. Something he says in the interview is, a lot of people, as they get older, still want to stay as fit and competitive as fast as they used to be, but consequently, in doing so, they end up getting injured. Something we talk about often on here, but what I want to sidebar really quickly is all of these experts talk about, they could talk about the same thing from different perspectives. So one may say, hey, I'm running and I do whatever I want. And then this other person will come in and say, well, there's science that shows differently and there's actual reasons for that. And so that's why it's important for you to get the advanced sessions because you're going to get different perspectives on the exact same subjects for different avenues on how to look at your own running. So make sure you get that all access pass. So let's get back to it. So let's talk about it, because we know we love talking about injuries here, because we want everybody to run for life at Run Pain Free. But if you are someone who's been competitive your whole life, and now I'm going to talk to you guys, if you've been competitive your whole life, or you've played sports throughout your lifetime, and you still think that you're going to be at the same level, doing the same things at the same pace 20, 30 years, consistently, you are headed down a way of some type of injury. It could be a minute injury, it could be a nagging injury, or it could be a real big one where you're cracking and breaking and maybe not be able to do your running ever again. And that's what Dr. Scott Murr talks about. Him himself being an avid athlete, and he talks about all the athletic events he's done, exceptional, exceptional, and I'll let him tell you that, I'm not gonna tell you it. He comes from the place of being an expert and being an athlete and an athlete who actually loves and enjoys the sport and wants to continue to do it forever. So again, I I consistently say there's no better expert than a person who actually has studied it, who is a scholar in it, and actually has experienced it as a person. That's how we bridge gaps here. And majority of the people on our summit are that. And they really do bring that to the table or they have a great ton of investment into it. And a lot of our experts speak about that from their own specialties. So going back to this, let's talk about why you actually think that you can still do what you used to do at the same level 20 years from when you used to do it. That's something you need to check within yourself you're not embracing where your body is, you're definitely not gonna protect where your body is if you're not embracing where your body is. And that's how we have a sure way for injury. So here at Run Pain-Free, we generally do get people, a lot of people in their 40s and early 50s who picked up running, again, after not being that active for a long time and had been an athlete at some point, and they picked up running again and they are back in running and they start to get a consistent injury. This is very common. This is super common. They get a consistent injury and it's always nagging. It's never enough to keep them from running, but it's enough to nag them and give them pain where they're seeing every doctor under the sun, every kind of therapist under the sun doing all these extra things like the external things they can put on their bodies. I'm not gonna give it any airtime as much as I don't, as much as I can. I don't want to give it airtime. So those all doing all of those things, they can stay running and it becomes extremely annoying. And so we get those runners who have just really hit a point where they're just like, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of the constant pain. I don't ever not have this pain. It's with me constantly. And sometimes there's a real dysfunctional issue that happened years and years and years and years ago, either in their athletic events or in the training for the athletic events, or maybe there was an accident at some point that had nothing to do with it, but all of those things play into being athletic. If you're an athlete and get into, say, a car accident, for instance, which is super common, that your body is going to continue to develop athletically with that injury whether, and most people don't go to the hospital after like bumpers, you know, bumper to bumper kind of car accidents and things like that. But the jarring of your body is real. You never really know how bad that is until you're ex- expressing your body physically to an extreme, like running. And so we do get a lot of those runners that are wondering why at 47, 50, can't do what they were doing in their 20s and definitely not in their, in their teenage years. They don't understand why they, can't still, why they can't do it and why this is an nagging pain. They've never been injured before. They actually will say, I've never had an injury before. That's always a red flag <laughs> because that means you've just been okay with certain pains and never equated it to an injury, but it was, and it just was able to keep you going. So these are characteristics of a very certain kind of a runner we get among other runners, but this is one of a very strong characteristic of a runner that we get that has been athletic for a long time and really wants to consistently stay at that level and that pace, but generally doesn't do what their body needs to do that. Now, I would be lying if I said I've not gotten people in those age groups and in the repeat athleticism, like coming back into into being an athlete, coming back into running, and then exceeding their expectations and getting them stronger after injury. That's why we hashtag that here at Run Pain-Free, stronger after injury, because it's real. But to say that you have to really take into consideration where your body is, is the most important. And I think that's what Dr. Murr really does lend to as a baseline in his interview. And looking at what you're sacrificing body-wise? What are you paying attention to body-wise? What kind of data are you looking at body-wise? In order to gain those results, what do you wanna do? Are you fixated on your timing? Are you fixated on your pace? Do you even know what your body feels like at that pace? When was the last time you checked in? Again, I sound like a a repeat record, a broken record, if you will, when I keep saying, Go on runs alone because you're going to be able to check in with yourself, fill out what your body is doing, where your athleticism is, what's hurting, what's not hurting, what's going on, what are you paying attention to. I can't tell you how many runners come through our program and they're like, oh my God, I'm supposed to run at 1130 pace, but I just couldn't get um, underneath 1030. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's because your pace changed because you're now running more efficiently. So you're faster naturally without effort that's what efficiency is and they have a really hard time understanding that but when you train properly when you condition the body properly with correction and correcting dysfunction and then giving it the base to have the tools to build on then you create an efficient body and then everything changes your speed changes and your slow pace changes and then you you have to wrap your head around that and it all feels really weird and it all feels uh, brand new and foreign and you don't know how to how to adjust to it but that's because you've been fixated on times and Dr. Murr talks about that and a lot of professional runners and researchers talk about that in terms of what you're thinking your body can do what you expect your body to do and what it can do are all very different things and basing your current body on what it was 20 years ago is probably gonna do nothing but make you feel sad <laughs> or make you feel like you're unable or maybe even inadequate, may not even bring up up positive thoughts. It may not. And if if you have a reference for what I just said, then that's something to make note of. It's not to say you're never gonna be able to improve, to progress, no. It's just that the idea that you're going to base it and be very clear what I'm saying. The idea that you're going to base your performance and your progression on something that happened 20 years prior, 10 years prior, is really not realistic. It's just not realistic. And it goes back to just being honest. Be honest with where your body is. When you're honest with where your body is, you're immediately going to progress because then you take so much expectation off the table. You just take it off the table. So that's where the honesty comes in with a couple of the other interviews I've talked about in our podcast. I hope you listen to all of them because I'm giving so much information about what this expert advice is coming from and where they're, where they're speaking from and the perspective they're giving. And Dr. Murr really talks about that, being an athlete himself and wanting to perform. Of course you want to perform, especially if you were competitive, especially if you are competitive. And also remembering that running is you against you. So if you're really competitive with yourself, this is even more of an issue because running is not about beating anybody else. It's about being yourself. Of course, you have your own, you know, hopefully positive, competitive things with your friends and your peers and your, you know, whatever, that's fine. But at the end of the day, your PR is your own PR against you. Your speeds are your speeds against you. Your your ability to run well and healthy throughout an entire marathon is based on what you've done before that, not based on what anybody else has done. So if you've been a really competitive person with yourself, this may be something you might be struggling with, where you're really expecting yourself to perform the way you did 10 years ago, 20 years ago, even five years ago, and you have a totally different body. Maybe you have a lot of wear and tear you've not addressed. Maybe you have injuries that you've never Addressed and you've never fixed and you never corrected, and they've just gotten worse and progressively ping ponged, as I say, ping ponged all over your body. And now it's just a consistent nag, and you don't know what to do. And you've done everything under the sun you've done the shots, you've done the tape, you've done all this stuff, and you're still in a pocket where you're just not progressing. And it really comes to a place because you've really not accepted where you are right now that the body you have right now is what you're working with, not the body you had 10 years ago. That's not the body you have right now. It took me a long time to figure that out. Being an athlete, in my entire life, I always expected my body to do what it's always done. And so, especially after my accident, knowing that I couldn't do what I used to do pre-accident made me not want to do anything. I didn't want to do anything. You know, once you know you no longer have a back extension to go a certain way, or the ability to have endurance for hours on end and with no issues, when you don't have those things that you really identified with, (laughs) you don't want to do anything. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to do a thing. Some people, that's also how you can tell um, a, a difference in how injured a person is and how maybe not a person is that injured. Person, a person who's really injured and is really in pain or really having a level, a level of restrictions doesn't really talk about it. They just stop doing it, like, altogether. They're not even talking about it. You probably don't even know they're even going through something, honestly, because they don't want to have it, so they want to talk about it, because talking about it makes it real. So it's accepting where your body is, and it took me a long time to accept where my body is. I didn't start running until after my accident and i'm very open about that yes i ran a couple of miles here and there as with with my own athletics and as a trainer yes but i was never a long distance runner i never ran like that i got sprinter calves so i'd rather go fast go fast go like i'm good at that dancer fast go fast go i'm, I'm better at that my body has muscle memory developed like that anaerobic muscle is not the same as endurance muscle So for me to actually create endurance muscle, I had to literally retrain all of my systems and how they operated. I had to train muscular development differently. I had to completely train everything differently. And I wasn't able to do that until after my accident, until after I was corrected. And running became the end of my correction where it kind of pulled all the pieces together. And I do talk about that in a lot of my conversations in podcasts, in my events, and candid conversations I've had with people because that's why people relate to me. So when, when I did that, from the time I got hit by a truck to the time I started running was about four years. Four years? Three, three to four years. So I didn't do anything. I, di- I didn't dance anymore. I didn't run at all anymore. I was training. I trained my clients. I was active with my clients, but I never, never thought that I'd be able to dance the way I used to or ever think I would run. That was never a thing I would ever think I could get on a treadmill and run hills and do fast runs in the park. I never thought I would do that again, never once. I didn't wanna push it because I knew I couldn't do what I felt my my expectation of my body was. I didn't have that anymore. So if I couldn't do it as good as I used to do it, I wasn't gonna do it at all. That was my mentality, that's how I thought. And it wasn't until I was corrected, until my body was feeling stronger than it had ever felt. And I was challenged by my partner to run for seven days straight. It was a challenge, like on some bet business. And I had nothing to do with running. (laughs) And I was like, I'm gonna do it, bet, I'm doing it. And on the day seven, I I couldn't believe how good I felt. And I really was surprised at how, why I really thought I'd never be able to feel this good again, ever. And then I started dancing again and everything started to click again and dancing salsa and in four inch heels with a broken hip and a broken femur and all your lumbar discs hugely bulging alone. And I got other injuries, just those alone is probably something no one would ever think of doing. And I do it with ease and I'm a stronger dancer now and I'm a stronger turner. And I was running 13 miles when I had never ran more than three or four miles ever all because of giving my body what it needed at that moment to develop the proper way. So when I say stronger after injury, we actually mean it here, but it's all from like Dr. Murray saying, you have to really accept where your body is in order to get whatever progression you're gonna have. Otherwise, just basing the idea that you did X once before so you'll always be able to do X at that level is a headway for injuries, that's what it is and Dr. Murr gives a lot of information, and I love science, and this is an entire scientific training institute about running. They literally do so much research there. I would love to go there, and, and I, I, was, I was like, I'd be like the best student, I promise. you know, I would love to be in a situation where I could be in that kind of an institute, but that's what they share on this interview, and I know you're gonna gain a lot from it especially if you got any insight from what I just shared about my own personal experience and having to own where my body was so I could get into a progression that I never even thought was possible. Really understanding your own body is the baseline for every single thing you're gonna do, especially with marathon training. MarathonTrainingSummit.com. Go get your all access pass right now. I promise you, you're gonna get so much more information than you even think you're gonna get. Go get it. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert Jessica Marie Rose-Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.